0: What happens at Grandma's stays at Grandma's is a model for you and your grandkids. If it's fun, it's fair game. But lately, hip pain has you grimacing more than laughing. And that's a moment you realize life's too short to put off treatment any longer. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for orthopedic care, with hundreds of joint replacements each year, so when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better. The Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. The Pound This podcast is brought to you by the Christ Hospital Health Network. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet
1: booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This podcast with Amanda Valentine.
0: Hey there, homies. Thanks for listening to The Found This Podcast. I am Amanda Valentine, and this is an In Case You Missed It episode. This episode originally aired on November 11th of 2018, so over a year ago. But for some reason, on some podcast apps, you can't go back that far, so some people have never heard this episode or aren't. Are unable to listen to it now. And I get asked a lot of questions about my husband and how we maneuver um, our relationship with me losing weight and how we eat totally different ways. So we cover all of that in this podcast. So um, I wanted to make sure that you hear it for those who ask questions about my husband, Mike, and how we handle things. Of course, if you got any questions, you can always reach out to me. You can always find me on Instagram. Just search for Amanda Valentine, um, or you can find me at You Compound This, or you can always email me at youcanpoundthis at gmail.com. Find me on social media all the time. Find me. I will answer questions or find experts that can. So, here is a conversation that's over a year old with me and my husband about how weight loss impacts relationships. I'm really interested in seeing where this episode goes. Since you're already so freaked out to do this episode with me, I'm
1: not freaked out. <laughs> I still don't you seem a little freaked say. out. <laughs> not sure if I have much to offer.
0: <laughs> oh well, I've well, so many people have asked in the past and uh, just recently asked, um, you know, how does weight loss affect a relationship? And obviously, the only thing that I have to work from is my own. Like, I don't know how it affects other relationships. I mean, you can read statistics and hear other stories, but I'm to speak to our own, which I guess we've, we've talked about a little bit when you've been on the podcast before.
1: Yeah, that was the first episode that I was on. Was about that in general, I think a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I never listened to it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember
1: what he said. It was similar. It was more of the how I how it, I, did, ch- how it yeah, changed. How did I change from when you first met me to now?
0: Yeah. Um. So and actually, I just like got in this conversation uh, yesterday, which is a point I'll bring up here in a second. And I know that you're like when I asked you this morning of like, hey, will you do this podcast? with me about how weight loss reflects relationships you're like don't get mad at me like oh god what are you gonna say
1: (laughs) i don't think i'm gonna say anything bad it's just that i didn't know like every time you asked me to be on anyway i'm like oh what am i gonna say like the the last two times i was nervous about it because i didn't know how it would go but uh this time i was just thinking how maybe it would relate to the previous two topics but
0: yeah, well, let's just like, since I never listened back to him, I don't even remember what we said. We can just pretend it didn't even happen. So, like, let's just have this conversation. So, um, we've been together over 14 years now, mm-hmm. which is, God, that's crazy. Like, what if we had a 14-year-old kid? Yeah. Well, what do you think that we would have named him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I can't even imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Willie?
1: I don't know. Maybe starting high school this year. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> God, that's weird. Um, so obviously we've talked about this before and I've talked about this before that like, obviously you've seen me at like every size, every stage have been through this whole thing. Um, and like how, I guess it's just start with the point blank question of like, how do you think our relationship has changed through my weight loss?
1: Well, it's not really so much, it doesn't really feel like the relationship's changed as much as, well, I guess in a way it is, it all factors into the relationship because that's just life, right? But it's not so much like the dynamic between you and I as much as it is the things that you do and are interested in. Doing. Yeah. So it's what you choose to focus on versus now versus what you chose to focus on before, whether that be... You know, fun activities, or the way we structure dinners, or the way we take trips—things like that have changed. But I don't know if there's necessarily any sort of dramatic shift between like the interaction between you and I. Yeah, at least that's how I see it.
0: Well, and well, that could—I'll get back to that. But that brings up a point of a question I—I I was just literally asked yesterday, where I was talking about like you know that I'm so into health and fitness, and I—I I mean. God, that's why I have my own podcast. I can't shut the hell up about it. Like I just could talk about it forever. And then usually I feel bad of like, oh God, I talk too much. I think I'm psycho. And then I, you have to deal with my anxiety with that. Of I, I really love talking about this and you don't like, it's not anything you're interested in. And same thing with, you know, like for you, like I don't have any interest in talking about comic books. Like it's just not health and fitness is not your thing. Comic books are not my thing. So the question that was asked to me was like, well, what do you two talk about then?
1: Well, the common ground definitely is podcasting and radio because that's how we met. And that's continues to be a point of intersection between both of our lives. But as far as like the interests go, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think there necessarily has to be And comic books. Don't I'm very I like comic books, but they're not. 110 percent of my life right no so but it's just, you also get a, the point
0: it, that like you i can't relate to you on the topic of, of comic books we can't sit there and hold a, an hour-long conversation about comic right. books just like you don't want to have an hour-long conversation with me about meal prepping
1: Well, that's that's because it's just a part of my life it's among my many interests right and i don't yeah. i feel like it's sort of this hollywood fakeness that couples have to be 100 percent into each other's hobbies in a sense i think that's not only unrealistic it's almost nightmarish i've had friends who were you know, we've had we, you know, we you kind of know what I'm talking about, yeah. Where it's I do. like we've we on paper we were perfect, we all you know, we like the same things, we we're some from the same background, we had the same hobbies, and we we're in the same social circles. And it turned into this, this horrible train wreck of a nightmare because they had no separate lives, and other things went wrong there. But yeah, at the same time, like if you have just a hundred percent into each other's own hobbies, like I don't think that's necessarily realistic or what the basis of a good relationship is. So just because you have an interest in an area that I don't have an interest in and vice versa. I don't think that's necessarily a, uh, you know, a cause for, you know, concern or a rift or anything. It's people yeah. have their own lives.
0: You I know? know, but I will say, I wish that you were interested in it. I wish that we could talk about it.
1: Well, it's not that here's the thing where too, like I, it's not that I'm anti health and fitness and it's not that I am inactive. So if there was a complete separation between, I am against health and fitness. Like if you were a big sports fan, that might be a problem because I really, really dislike sports. Yeah, like, I don't like thinking about them; they bore me. Like, it, I can't imagine just they're discussing stats. Or I, I, I've never watched a full football game or basketball game in my entire life on TV or otherwise. So, if that was what your passion was, that'd probably be a big problem. Yeah, <laughs> But That's I'm not anti-being active. I'm not anti-health and fitness. It's just that I'm not gonna sit there and pour over you know new research or a book on it In yeah. fact, part of my job actually in real life it deals with health and wellness in, in, a, in a in a in a degree
0: well i think that's important also and in i'm gonna i'm gonna loop back around to this top to this my point here in a second of having separate things but also having um you know, the same things in common and we're just kind of growing through the relationship. Like before, I think when we first started dating, we enjoyed like getting drunk, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, going out to eat and like just getting drunk and laying around all day. Like man, when we, when we were first dating, like we'd spend like all weekends, like not getting out of bed. Like I can't imagine doing that now. And that seemed crazy. Like how could I have right. a whole day where I literally didn't get out of bed all day? Like that's nuts.
1: I know you're also th- Factoring in again almost 15 years ago, early to mid 20s. Yeah, know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But that's
0: People change. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't, the, the health and fitness part is not even a, really that much of a part of it. It's just age and sure. getting older and having more responsibilities and how learning to grow through a relationship through that. Because even if I wouldn't have gotten into weight loss and health and fitness, you know, being 36 now, I'm, I react to alcohol differently than I did when I was 24. When we could go out and drink a whole bottle of captain and the next morning be like, let's let's keep on going. Edward Forty hands, right? Oh you know? uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like no. I I would die now. Literally. Last weekend I had what probably a total a of bottle of wine and it just like yeah, it I like, passed out mid sentence. Three or four
1: glasses. <laughs> 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 yeah. According to you anyway.
0: <laughs> I, you know, like passed out in the middle of talking to you. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I couldn't even get you up to go to bed. So I'm like, I guess she's sleeping on the basement couch.
0: And that's like drinking a (laughs) bottle of wine, if that, of like, you know what I mean? Of like, God, when I used to be able to literally drink a whole bottle of Captain. So it's just like, so that's where things have to change too. And that's with any relationship is just growing with you meet at a certain point in your life. And what do you relate to then? And how does that grow into something different? And so not only that and circling back to that point where I said I would circle it to, but also recognizing that you have things that are separate and different and how you relate to those. And for, for me, and, so, and I think it's so interesting because I'd say the majority of the reactions I get to this is like just shock and like, I don't understand that we like take separate vacations and we do things separately But it doesn't mean we don't do things together either. Mm -hmm. But like every year when I go camping in California, I go by myself because I know that you don't want to sleep out in the cold in a tent multiple nights in a row and go hiking and do all this outdoorsy stuff. Um, That's the stuff that I really enjoy. And I want to be outdoors and do all that stuff. But that's not exactly that's my ideal vacation. That is not your ideal vacation. Not to say that we can't do those things together sometimes, because we do. But it's like, okay, so if I want to do this, and the whole time I know you'd be like, "Mm, this isn't my thing, then why can't I go on do it on my own? Just like where you or you've been on vacation this past week, and your ideal vacation is, I'm going to hang out in the basement and play video games and go to the record store when I feel like and, you know, just kind of just lay low and be chill which is fine for me sometimes too but generally I my vacations become more of a job than a vacation so it's like you know why can't we have those separate things for ourselves to enjoy those things that we enjoy separately but at the same time meet in the middle and then we do things together as well. Like we're planning a vacation to like Vancouver next year. You know what I mean? Of right. like we 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 enjoy the same things on vacation where we like we do like walking around new cities and checking out coffee shops and um you know, discovering new places and we do meet in the middle of there. So right. We went to we, Big
1: Sur and San Francisco and the Redwood Forest and Yeah, like Seattle and all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I
0: think that's also part of the thing too is recognizing of like if my ideal vacation is to go hike 20 miles a day and rough it and sleep in a tent when it's all cold and damp and everything like that and go fishing and do stuff like that and to know I'm not going to force you to go with me whenever you're just going to be like, God, when is this over? For most, you know what I mean? Like if I made you, like when I went to Alaska and I spent all day like salmon fishing, you would hate that. I
1: would hate fishing. (laughs) I do hate fishing.
0: So I'm like, why would, that's not going to be, good for our relationship if i'm like strong arming you into doing something you want just like if you're like hey this is your vacation time we're gonna go spend four days at comic-con right i'd be like oh my oh my god this is yeah this and i sucks. would feel
1: <laughs> miserable knowing that you were miserable and yeah it wouldn't be fun for anybody
0: <laughs> so i th- i mean i think it's totally reasonable to to understand when it's time to do things together and when it's time to do things separately. But like, even when I've posted pictures and stuff on like the, the radio station, Facebook page of me, like out doing, or just like, what does your husband think about this? That you're not, that you're out there alone and everything like that. I mean, you can speak to that if that, if that bothers you or not. But I feel like I know that I wouldn't want you to, we'd ruin each other's experience because like you said, like at Comic-Con, you would not have it out of your head that you'd be like, oh God, she's having a terrible time. rush through it, yeah. And so then you would, yeah, you wouldn't enjoy yourself because you're worried about me and same thing of like, hey, I would do want to sit on this stream and salmon fish all day. This is badass. And like the whole time, if you're there and I know that you're having an awful time of like, I'm sorry, I'll try to get through this so we can go do, you know what I mean? It's just, it ruins everybody's time.
1: Yeah, it
0: does. So, you know, and not every relationship works that way. And some people don't operate that way. Like, obviously we vacation differently than a lot of people. We don't go like on cruises or anything like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not our jam. Right. So, um, I just think vacations are an easy go-to for an example with this, but, um, you know, but I think that's because that is a reason how I have changed in my weight loss is like when we first got together, and for a long time, like it was not my ideal vacation to go hike up a mountain and camp in the middle of the woods and go salmon fishing like that was not what I gravitated towards. So I'm like, I don't want to do anything that's exercise related, but that's where it has changed. And I think that our relationship is kind of, you know, fit around of like how that how that fits Um Instead of like, okay, we're on vacation, that means it's just going to be like eating and drinking nonstop, which is, I mean, pretty much, I mean, we still went to new cities and stuff like that, but it wasn't like, hey, let's go hike around or do anything like that.
1: You mean years ago? Yeah. Yeah. It was more or less, yeah. Yeah, I went to Boston, Maine, things like that. So it was a bit of yeah, we more went exploring there. new territory than just sitting around.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you but know, with that's what areas. we still do,
0: though. We just do it like – that's why when I want to do this other stuff, which has sparked in me more because I feel more active and energized and I do want to go hike up a mountain, which you you have done with me before, but I know it's not your favorite thing.
1: Right. So that's where – it's it's a it's a level of interest, right? Well, first of all, the vacation thing—that's a whole, almost a whole separate topic. Which I don't think it's crazy to take separate vacations, and it's not like we're planning these huge international excursions alone. No, right? yeah. And I have read that more and more people are doing things on you know separate trajectories. But we, a couple of things, I think, I don't know if people of a different generation have a different opinion on vacations because my parents had that same sort of well, it has to be together as a family time. Yeah. But also, one. They had a family. They had kids. They had less vacation time. So we have the, you know, benefit of not having like we have more. We don't have some of the responsibilities other people have. We also have a lot of more vacation time than some people have. So it's not a big deal if you take three days and go hang out with your friends in California. And I just spent three days with my mom, which you would not want to go hang out just, you know, at my mom's house and do nothing for three days. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So. So that makes sense, but then come together for a week-long vacation later on in the year. So I think that's more and more common now, and I've read it; it's becoming more and more common too on different different articles and things like that, especially for people who have that more independently-minded sort of just take on life. So I don't think that's that's, I can see where some people think it would be weird, but I think it's becoming more common, and I think it works for us. As far as the interest in things that we do on vacation, or not even on vacation, just in spare time yeah the hiking thing is uh it's a level of interest right i don't mind hiking like if we would go out for three hours on a saturday afternoon that would be fine maybe climbing a mountain back in oregon as long as we have that destination and come yeah. back home but it's the it's the endless start at 6 a.m come home at 10 p.m <laughs> yeah. that's that's what i can't do for very long because there's other things in life that i want to do like you seem to be completely happy with just never coming back home from the woods, whereas I have things I want to draw. I have books I want to read. I also have, you know, just other interests that I want to wrap around the hiking thing. So I think it's just a level of interest. So that's where it becomes difficult to navigate when you want to do it for three days straight. I'm like, okay, three or four hours is fine, but I'm tapping out after that.
0: Well, (laughs) changing topics, another thing that people bring up all the time is like... They're like, do you meal prep for him? Uh, Mm. Like, do I make your food? Do we eat together? And stuff like that. And that's also something that we do completely separate. um, And that's been through a change through weight loss as well. And, you know, it's so funny. Like, God, because I've been doing this so long now. That it's hard to even like remember what we even did before. I know we went out. We went out to eat way too much. We even talked about how much money we spent going out to eat. Yeah, for
1: sure, that's a good positive change. It's not even spending the money for, yeah. for One,
0: but like, it's not like I ever like just made home cooked meals all the time and we ate right. together. I never, I never did any of that. It was mostly like, hey, let's just like order pizza and eat it together. I guess
1: we've done that. And we still do that every once in a while. Yeah, you know? but yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember what we did. I don't think it was ever again. That's just. We don't have that family dynamic, so we don't have to necessarily have to get the kids around the table, you know, yeah. and, and have the family time and put your phones away, you know, and all yeah. that all that stuff that I hear people deal with. So I don't even remember back, yeah, we would go out to eat a lot. We would get takeout, and that's about the extent of it. We rarely made a whole yeah. dinner meal and together anyway. and I have before,
0: to anyway. too... You know, and I still do, like, you know, for your birthday and stuff like that. Well, so do you for, like, when, you know, the two times a year that you cook something. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not good at cooking.
0: (laughs) That, you know, like, I know it's your birthday and you really like that vodka cream pasta that I make, Mm -hmm. which is super unhealthy, but, like, doesn't mean I'm not, like, going to make it or I'm not going to make you brownies or something like that because I just don't do it all the time, but you also don't want to eat it all the time either.
1: Right. So, yeah, so it definitely happens, but it's not, but it wasn't like this consistent, Every weeknight, Monday's pasta night, and Tuesday's fried chicken night, and Wednesday is, you know, ham sandwiches and we eat at a certain time around the dinner table. We just never had that in the first place. That consistency on a day to day to day basis well i never even like like anything really changed much as far as the diverging meal prep has
0: well no and i like never grew up with anything like that anyway it was like fend for yourself and just go eat alone in my room it's like i never (laughs) we never like sat at a table or anything like that but my that my whole family dynamic is a whole nother podcast on its own but um you know we're can I to be fair, I have offered for you before if if you wanted me to make you meal prep and make you stuff, and you but you don't like leftovers, and that's basically what meal right. prep is. So like, it's not you know, and I've given you ideas if you you know because you'll every once in a while get on your kick of like, oh god, I need to eat healthier. Um, but still, I think your number one is just to drink more water. <laughs> Yeah, we've talked about that every time you've been on this podcast that I want you to drink more water and that one I feel like is easy that has nothing to do with food is just putting more water into your body I know it's not easy but it's like easier than switching from eating your Totino's pizzas to eating broccoli all the time you know what I mean?
1: Right, I mean my biggest problem is the convenience and it's not inconvenient to go to the water fountain and fill up a cup of water so that's <laughs> alright, so I don't have much of an excuse there
0: but I also feel like because and and well and then you also we've talked about this before too where you do eat like more of the junk food and stuff like that and I don't but I think it's fine um because I think this is a thing and this goes for like you know our relationship at home and with food and with anywhere I go and here at work that I'm like I don't care what anybody else eats (laughs) like uh, it's like Just because I eat really healthy and I choose to do that for myself and my own body and my own goals doesn't mean I'm going to shame somebody else for not choosing to do those same things. Like, it's your body. It's your life. Mm -hmm. It's you can do whatever you want. Like, I want you to be healthy, obviously, and I want you to have longevity and feel good. So I think that eating healthier will do that for you, but I'm not going to be like, all right, Mike, I'm like throwing away all of your junk food out of the house and starting Monday, you're eating the Amanda way. Cause that's not going to go well at all. You know what I mean? Of like, if that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do what you're going to do. Just like people here at work, I'll like randomly walk in the kitchen and somebody will be at the vending machine and start over explaining to me why they're buying pop tarts. And I'm like, I don't care what you eat. Like,
1: well, because they know they shouldn't, and I know I shouldn't, but it puts the responsibility back on the other person. In a sense, I could probably use a sterner hand of, like, don't do that, and then I would not have to worry about my own lack of willpower. But you're right. It's probably best that you just have personal responsibility in these in these issues. Yeah. I think from my perspective, it's more like you don't seem to be tempted by the bad food that I have, unless we're talking about cheese balls. <laughs> yeah, the cheese balls are
0: hard. Um, you just
1: seem to, like, ignore, it, be able to ignore it, so I don't necessarily feel bad about having, you know— uh a 99 cent frozen pizza you yeah know, like those are gross dude <laughs> like that's, that's not gross, worth so. it for
0: me like some of the things that you have are tempting like some like it just all depends on my mood and my emotions and where i'm at um like sometimes like your ruffles look real good like when you were gone earlier this week on vacation i was like still like sniffing around for food upstairs and i'm like i don't really have anything i want to munch on i'm like i wonder what mike's got in the basement. And then I'm like, you had a bag of ruffles down there. And I'm like, nope, you're just going to feel like garbage. If you eat it, <laughs> you're going to eat one thinking you're going to eat a handful. And then you won't be able to stop. And then a half hour later, like I will, I would physically feel gross because they're so greasy. I mean, that's why they're good. But that's also why they're bad. So it's like stuff like that of it is it's my own talking to myself of like, is this worth it? Do I want to do it? You know, all over the place. And then also <clears throat> where I've talked about before. Having the own discussion in my head of how I view, <clears throat> I'm sorry, how I view your food is pretty much like I view food in the kitchen at work. Like it's got your name on it; it doesn't have my name on it. It doesn't belong to me. Like every once in a while, like I'll eat your thing and I'll be like, "I'm sorry, I'll buy you more." Or even like yesterday, I was like, "Can I have your avocado? It looks better than the one that All I right. bought." <laughs> you know, like,
1: I'm like, I'm glad you said that. I actually bought something healthy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> not all Totino's pizza.
0: Not all, no. Um, but it is funny because as much junk food as you eat, and this just came up, uh, was a two days ago with Jay that works here at the radio station? He, we're, I was telling him because he has, he has one of those crappy like $12 blenders that I had forever that like I kept burning up, those garbage like oyster com- or whatever there are, uh, Oyster or whatever blenders and i'm like you need to just like bite it and buy a ninja man like whatever and then he's like well he's like i got a juicer i can give you i'm like i own a juicer and actually i'm not the one that uses it mike's the one that uses I use it. it all the time and he's like he's like you two are an enigma <laughs> and i'm like no i'm like i i love juicing i but i hate doing it myself it is the biggest pain in the ass it is so messy it feels like it's so wasteful I just like, I just don't, and I can never get it to taste as good as like if I went to Rooted and bought one. So I'm like, meh, but you do like, you don't, you don't do it all the time, but you do it way more than me where you use the juicer. I try
1: to do it once a week. In fact, I was gone for three days and the first thing you came home and you're like, before you even met me, you're like, it smells like juice in here. <laughs> the whole <laughs> I got home, the first thing I did was make juice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I tried mean, do it once
1: a week, but I usually, it's usually not that often. But that's what I try to do.
0: But I want to give you credit too for doing stuff like that. I mean, but it's
1: delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so much cheaper. It's $12 for like a 12-ounce thing or whatever. And I can make almost a gallon for $12 worth of vegetables.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just like – just no patience for that. But I did want to ask you about this. So I'm just kind of curious to hear what your response is to this. Because I have seen not a lot of this, but like sometimes – And this has, like, been, like, on on Facebook in the past where I've, like, posted, like, before and after pictures or whatever. And basically people are like, man, your husband made an investment and he scored. Like, basically, like, he took a risk on a fat chick and it paid off because fat chick lost weight. Man, he should have bet on the ponies.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. People are idiots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) you can see where people would have that response though. Like people, it's a shallow shallow
1: opinion though, right? It is a
0: shallow opinion, but it doesn't stop people from having that opinion and not only having the opinion, but like taking the time to type it out to me on Facebook.
1: I know. Well, that's where, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have shallow opinions. I don't know. See, I never would have been with you in the first place if, wasn't like, oh, well, I hope this turns around sometime soon. Let's let's give this 8 years and see how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see how it turns out. <laughs> so, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was just curious to see your reaction to that cuz like mine is like, I'm like, well, that's gross of like that you would expect some anybody to invest into a relationship. Thinking of, like, well, man, when when they, like, maybe they'll lose the weight and they'll get hot. And I really, like, them, man, uh, Then I got my arm candy. I really... Again, like, they said, like, it's an investment. Like, you're, like, you know, investing in Bitcoin, hoping for right. it to pay off. Yeah. Like, it's such a jacked way to look at it. But that's, you know, people do.
1: Well, it's it's sort of the reverse underlying message in all those romantic comedies, right? It's like, oh, the person... Like, Shallow Hell is the name of the movie with Jack yeah. Black, where he thinks he's dating the the skinny hot girl, but it turns out she's, I don't know, some under some spell, and she's actually, like, really overweight, and... He finds out, and he's grossed out. But it turns out he really learned to love the person inside, and, and all was that. like, jazz.
0: Wow! I took the time to like get to know a personality. Yeah, <laughs> I get the time to
1: know you first. But if I, but if it, the, whole, the whole underlying message was he wouldn't have taken the time to get to know her if he'd known she was overweight in the first place, and all that. And it's the whole like make sure you don't just go on surface looks. So it's like the reverse of that. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's it's a it's a kind sort of a shallow way of looking at it
0: it is but i guess there's just like i mean i think that we can all recognize that that's not good behavior but i don't think there's really overall as a society changing that behavior i think that's why so many like women are so psycho all about right, why yeah. i have to have my body look a certain way because guys won't even uh, won't even give the time to like know your personality unless you know you get be like oh man well am i hot no i'm not hot well it doesn't even he won't even like look at me twice or the whole you know he the whole again talking about like rom-coms of like he wouldn't talk to me at all yeah. and then i went and i like i like took off my glasses right. and let my hair down and lost a couple lbs and now and now he's in finally in love with me i like well you don't want that dude that dude's a piece of trash like he didn't care about you at all until you looked hotter like pfft. and i think a lot of women recognize that of like i don't want somebody or same thing with a guy of like What's the, oh, what's the movie? I can't think of the same movie of, um, God, the Ryan Reynolds movie where he's like the big dude with the braces and like a girl, like he's oh, always just friends. Yeah. Where he's right. just like, she like, it's the same thing reversed. Right. of Like she's not into me cause I'm just like fat, funny friend. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Hey, look, I'm hot and whatever. And you, you bet you're interested in me now of like, but we like can't even though we kind of know that that's not a relationship that's like meant to be, it's like you still, there's still that urge to, hey, look at me now, but you want this now, you know?
1: Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's not an issue in life because that's, again, where body issues come into play and that's where the, you know, unrealistic expectations come into play. That's where the Hollywood fakeness comes into play. That's why airbrushing is done on the cover of magazines constantly. It's definitely a, you know a, a thing that people um have to deal with in society for sure but i try not to you know people that want to see life a little bit deeper than just surface level cosmetics hopefully can look a little bit deeper in
0: that yeah well even for me like through the weight loss thing and just talking about stuff like that of like you know of uh, how people view you Like it was when we were in Oregon still and my mom came to visit and we were getting getting gas. And I got back to the car from doing something. I think I was like wiping off the windshield or something. And then she's just like, do you notice that more guys look at you now? And I'm like, no. And she's like, I just saw some guys checking you out. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't notice that. And she's like, huh. And it's like, I, you know, I don't. I don't notice that at all like for me like and maybe that's true that more people like take a second glance than they ever did before but I don't even like look for it or pay attention to it or even really care about it. I mean it's I guess it's flattering but it's like my mind is so not there to worry about those things of like, oh, is someone checking me out as I like walk down the aisle of Kroger? You know what I mean? Or like, am I getting a second look at the bar? Like I just don't even care or think about it. And so I guess like in a, in a relationship, I guess it would probably be different for us if I was like seeking out more of that of like, hey, you know, I look, I look, I feel like I look better now and I feel more confident and, Did you see these guys checking me out at the gas station, (laughs) you know? Right. So I don't know if like, you know, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but it's just kind of like, that's something that has changed for me through weight loss, just of like, I guess how other people from the opposite sex apparently, you know, look at you in a a way, but that's not like anybody ever like engages in that really.
1: I mean, I, I can speak anecdotally to things I've read. Like, if you uh, like, I check Reddit for fun. If you ever go to the Ask Reddit subreddit, yeah, once a week maybe or once every couple of weeks, there's always the question of girls who lost weight. How does guys treat you differently now? Or anyone who's maybe you had something, you had an accident, and now you're not the same way you used to yeah. be. How has life changed? And almost every single time, people write the same things. They always say, "Oh, people are less nice to me now." And mostly, it's just. The the stereotypical example and the one I've read is girls will say, Oh, now that I'm not as attractive as I was because of whatever reason, oh, uh, I didn't realize that people just don't want to get into conversations with you all the time. So basically they're more ignored, they say. So hmm. that's what I've heard. Again, that's just anecdotal, it's just what I've yeah. read. But they say basically they take it for granted that They were just – they thought they were naturally interesting and funny because people always wanted to talk to them, always wanted to get in conversations with them, always wanted to do nice things like, oh, just how was your day? Let me hold the door for you. And then after that goes away, it's more or less just, oh, I'm just an anonymous person on the sidewalk and no one really does care about me. Like that's the sort of anecdotal story I've I've read over and over again.
0: Yeah. See, and I feel like if people – I, don't, I feel like people probably do talk to me more now, but it's, I think it's because I put myself out there more now because I do just have a, a more confidence and more energy and I feel like I'm more willing. And I've, you know, through years of busting through my own shyness, which comes from a lot of body image issues and stuff like that, of like, I feel like, I don't feel like randos are just approaching me and talking to me, but I feel like I do get into more conversations, but I don't. I don't attach it to because I look differently I attach it to because I feel differently and I'm more comfortable of jumping into these conversations and I've never felt like I've like oh I've gotten something because somebody's like oh she's cute let me give her a free oil change or something like that I've like I've never felt like that behavior has ever happened but I also have this weird attachment to radio where I feel like it's more from that of like are they being nice to me because I'm on the radio. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of different variables and factors. Yeah, mine's Your like job totally different. Is about talking and go, being outgoing and you know yeah. being that center of attention in, in a certain respect, even if it's just doing a radio show, right? Yeah. So it's a different, yeah. You've you a lot of different variables going on there. I
0: know. Said, <laughs> dude, like, I've said this in I have such a weird life. And so it's like, I I feel, but I do feel like, and I've talked about this before, and I guess this is going off on a tangent from the relationship thing, but in relationship with my job, I feel like I've had a lot more success in my jobs after losing weight and becoming more. Co- I mean, I, the, the, what the catalyst for losing the weight this time was a really horrible, crappy job. <laughs> you know, it was like, I got out of the horrible situation and it kind of put me in a bottom and, uh, it was just kind of not where I wanted to be. And from that moment of, again, but I think that's just because of, newfound confidence in myself and moving forward of just like losing weight, feeling good, getting more energy makes me better at everything I do. So I feel like I've gotten, you know, um, I've been more successful at my jobs since then, but because I'm willing to put more into it. Um, so I feel like that's been a change. Man, this like just did kinda go off on a side bit of a little bit of a little when
1: we we're talking about making healthier choices and when I was talking about um, cutting down on things like drinking because yeah. that one of the reasons why like I've had no problems with my job, but I just feel like I have more energy and I feel like I'm more motivated to do it. And I just feel like even just going out on Friday nights and not having to go through that existential angst over Saturday and Sunday and then back to Monday of like, oh, starting this grind all over again, just doing health, making healthier choices through things like that, I think are helping me have a better mental outlook on things and having not just more raw energy, but just more generally good natured feelings towards diving into new tasks. So, I mean, I think it's, it's connected in that sense of being just approaching life from a more positive way. And that's it's, you know, not just looking or feeling better. It's about just, I don't know. For me, it's sort of motivationally related as well, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, we can wrap this up. So, I I guess I I guess we hit I guess we answered the question <laughs> I think I don't, think I don't know I'm kind of always I'm always so like all over the place like uh, on these podcasts which I hope like I guess I, I guess like pull the curtain back or whatever I'm like I don't I like I never know if what I'm doing is like hitting the mark or not I'm just kind of like rolling with it probably be better if i like wrote a roadmap but then i would enjoy in doing it as much as if i had a roadmap does that make sense
1: yeah and i think we answered the question as much as we could related to our specific situation how much of that is generalizable information to other people in their unique situation i'm not sure
0: (laughs) yeah well hopefully it helps (laughs) either way please subscribe (laughs) and leave a rating and review and uh I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be be on here again. It's nice whenever we're like both at the radio station and we're not like in the basement with the dog barking.
1: Right. Beasley could be the third, third Mike.
0: Yeah, he can talk to us about squirrels and eating cat poop. <laughs>
1: yeah, That's he's gonna make a healthier change on that one. He does.
0: <laughs> eating cat poop covered in cat litter cannot be good for the diet. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you like when you're done (laughs) doing your radio show and when I'm done doing mine.